Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Everyone, happy new year. It is January 2nd, and this is our first time gathering here together uh, this year and actually for a couple weeks now because we took Christmas off. So, guys, happy new year, and uh, how are y'all doing out there? Going good. Happy New Year's to you boys. Yeah, Happy New Year's. Yeah, it's 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 going good over here too. Just uh, just trying to enjoy it, you know. New Year, new us, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> yesterday we Samantha and I were like writing down our goals and talking about you know what the, all the shit that we're going to try and do different. Goals. Did you manifest it into reality, A Ray? Did you eat all the grapes and all that stuff at midnight? No, I okay. manifest shit now. Hell no, <laughs> no. Uh did you like my uh, comment on your Instagram? I did not. Oh, wait, I didn't see it. What did it say? <laughs> oh, yeah, you liked it. You, you heard it. And my comment was just, you were talking about the new year and everything and goals for next year, and I just put a little baby icon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. I, yeah. That's tough. A little too know. soon for that. Yeah. It's too soon for that, anyway. <laughs> it is. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Be yeah. yeah. So, uh, Guys, man, we're we're only a few days away from Anaheim one. The uh, the holidays are already a fading memory for me, and I'm just thinking about like the next six weeks of Supercross in California and the wide open. Oh, Anton, we haven't gotten any invites for like those ridiculous intros yet. That screw up our weeks, right? Like the oh, Friday night party, the yeah, Thursday Friday night, night, here Friday night uh, goggle release, and yeah. the Thursday night video release, and all that. I mean, is it going to be a quiet Anaheim one for us? I hope. I, honestly, I think after a couple years ago, when a lot of people were showing up to a lot of parties and then not feeling well for weeks after, I think that oh, the Fox put COVID the party on some people <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Which sucks because, like, dude, that's that's so fun. Like, the Thursday night party that Fox always would throw, like, that's when you know it's race week. Like, that's when you really, really know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, like, since Christmas, uh, I don't know what you – well, you spent some time with Juju, right? Because I, uh, I, I've been uh, attempting to spend some time with Juju. Oh. It has not been successful. Hey, We're going to try again today. Crack the whip on that uh, O'Neill <laughs> rider. But uh, I got to go to uh, the Honda track on Wednesday morning. And I, obviously, I, I helped the MCR guys with their poster shoot, but Joe Shimoda pulled in and was riding, and he was ripping. Yep, he has been. Like, like, looked so good and so smooth and so nose down, just getting business done. Like, I don't, I don't think I even talked. I talked to him when he pulled in, and that was it. But we yeah. texted later. But, um, yeah, he looked really, really good, really smooth. And I think uh, – Who's his comp at Anaheim 1? Do we have the West Coast figured out yet? You just posted yeah. that, Anton, didn't you? Yeah. The only real factory riders that were on there were Rider D for Gas Gas and mm. RJ. And those were the only two. Uh, no Pro Circuit guys mentioned. No Star Racing guys mentioned right now. Dude, Joe's not even on the yeah. race list mm. for Anaheim 1 either yet. But it's coming. It'll, um, be, uh, it'll be Maximus and Kitchen for Levi, PC. Right? Yeah. And then it looks like Smitty is going to be for Star. And then I don't know what other star guys yet. They have they already said pretty much Deegan West East. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's been said Deegan East. But I know Smith is going to be West. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hmm. there's so many star guys over there. Like you, it's easy to forget how many guys are on there. I mean, you could have like four guys for star on each coast. It seems like right. So <laughs> yeah, twenty. Um, yeah, I mean, like where does uh, let's see? I think. Who was it? Um, he rode for club last year. He's right Enzo. Enzo. Enzo Lopes. Yeah, Enzo. He'll probably be East Coast. Um, Romano will probably be East Coast as well. Um, I'm sure. Th- I mean, Thrasher's been on the bike for a while. It sounds like. So maybe yeah. We can I mean, they might him. throw Dax Bennett in on West. Um, they might, you know, do a couple people there. Um, and then A2, you know, they'll have uh, Towers. 
towers probably do like the the future stuff mm. um so yeah uh, sure hey what are your guys thoughts on uh like obviously the the big hitters coming in the 250 class this year are like Deegan and Shimoda you know like the 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 big hitters always seem to go opposite coast mm-hmm. so each one can get a title or, or you know they're avoiding each other do you think that's good or bad like I mean I would love to see Shimoda and Deegan battle yeah but it seems like which yeah, which they, they will they they will at the at the, the shootouts yeah. yeah do you guys remember a couple of years ago I think it was it was the year Renee raced I want to say where there was just the one coast that had like no one on it mm-hmm. oh the COVID year <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so boring yeah. so that reason I I think it's good that we we split them up a little bit because yeah it's awesome to see everyone on one coast but man it would that's that's when Varese was getting like sixth on a privateer gate yep mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think the other thing, and it comes at the detriment of the amateur racing, but like think back to last August when we went to Loretta's and we're like, well, who's really racing? So many of those kids that we've been watching forever are now finally in the pro pipeline. And so I think that that kind of risk is being dwindled a bit because there's so many good guys now. Like either way you go, they're going to be battling a lot. There's going to be young kids to watch for. There's going to be established veterans. Should be pretty good. Uh, for the Club MX guys, they're going to have Garrett and Phil on the West Coast, too. So, I mean, there's two proven veteran guys that can mix it up. Yep. Yeah. And, and now that the Triumph stuff uh, has come out, are they all, they're all East Coast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, who Swole's mechanic is? I didn't. It's, it's, it's Benny's old guy? No, it's it's Roxon's old guy. Uh, Souls. Oh, uh, Souls. Oh, Souls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know who. Souls left. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting when I saw that yesterday. Wow. I don't know who Kenny's going to have over there. But... Oh, uh, Billy Hartle. Oh, okay. Huh. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, HEP bikes? They're like all white. Yeah. With a yellow front fender. I think that's, is that the progressive scheme? Are they doing different again this oh, year? Oh, wait, do the, do the progressive and twisted bikes look different then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, the I'm twisted sure. bikes are much more yellow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah, follow Suzuki. I yeah, so that. so yeah. it'll be Chiz and McGrath on the yellow bikes, and then obviously they'll have um, Kenny on, on the progressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and no 250 program. Nope. Wow. Yeah, they they expressed to me a little bit last year that they wanted to, to venture away from that. I think, um, which you know, with you know WSX next year, I'm I'm assuming they'll have they'll still have a 250 program for that because they have to, right? That's in the that's in the deal, but. But for Supercross, yeah, I think they, that's it was it was a lot for them, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, dude, they're so. It's not like we have to worry about World Supercross being ready in July this year. Like they'll have plenty of plenty of time <laughs> to get that figured out between now and then. Yeah, yeah. and they have qu- quite the roster to pick from from Barx if they want to bring some of those kids up because yeah, they've got a lot of guys on that team this year. Who's it, yep. Drake? And they got Drake doing four eighty stuff. They have uh, Bosflug, um, Miller. Geez, I. A couple kids I hadn't really heard much of. It looked like there was like six or seven bikes. I want to say. That, that's another thing. Like I want to touch on too. Like you talk about like Derek Drake moving up. It's just like one of those things to where it's like I think the the SMX series, you know, with like Supercross outdoors and then the you know the playoffs. It's really, you know, a lot of these guys move up to the 450 during the summer because mm-hmm. you know riding a 250F outdoors is just. It's not worth it, but you have to have the best bike, you know, to be competitive and, and all that stuff. So a lot of these guys race 450s in the summertime. They race 250 indoors. But then, like, with this whole playoff thing, you're seeing a lot of these guys move up to the 450 and just ride the 450 the whole year. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, Chase Kessler, um, Jerry Robin, who I think is going to do really well um, if he stays healthy. I, I've been seeing videos of him. I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. And then, you know, like Derek Drake as well. Yep. Yeah. Dude, Drake on a 450 all year. Yeah, I'm stoked. Drake, yeah, Drake, I think, on a 450 is going to be really good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, him, both, I mean, both him and Jerry Robin, I feel like, are, are they have, like, that good raw speed, and they're, they're good in the whoops, too. And I think, you know, on a 450, if you have those, those two things, you can really do some damage if you stay on two wheels. Dude, we could have, like, four Suzuki 450s in the main event. <laughs> yeah, we could. Right? There's a mm-hmm. chance. <laughs> Wow, mm-hmm. that'd be nice instead of none. I know <laughs> one, you know. But uh yeah. um so uh Eli's been out here hammering and I think he just went to Hawaii for Christmas or something. But it was funny cuz uh last week, did you see on Scrub Daddy's story? 
he had a, or not story. He posted a video of Eli. I seen him a video of him walking, walking yeah, walking with a shovel. Yeah. And as soon as Eli turns around, his camera goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, so Eli's been out just putting in the time because when I was at Honda, Honda, yeah, and then also when I was at Cali a couple of days earlier, yeah, you could hear Eli at yeah, the Yamaha track. And you could tell it's yeah. him because he's freaking wide open, you yeah. know, clutch everything. But uh. So he's been out here hammering, but he's been very, very private, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess last week, maybe the week before, um, my brother Ross at Enzo Racing, you know, sometimes he has Talking Boy from Vital help him out with yeah. errands and stuff. So he called Michael Lindsay and was like, hey, can you meet Yoshi at the Yamaha track to help with Jerry Robin and do some testing or whatever? and uh, Or maybe just deliver something. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Lindsay went to the Yamaha track at like 7.30, like real oh, early. wow. And texted Ross, hey, no one's even here yet. And he's like, nobody's going to be there at 7.30. So he's like, oh, it's okay. I'm just sitting in my van working on my computer. First person that shows up Uh-oh. is Eli. Eli sees Lindsay there, flips out, calls, calls Roach at Yamaha, <laughs> and is like, why the F is Talking Boy here? And Roach calls, maybe talk, I don't know. But anyway, Ross got word of it and calls Talking Boy, get out of there. <laughs> get leave. Out of there. Oh God, <laughs> Everyone there. hates you. Just yeah, leave. Just. <laughs> I don't care if Yoshi's not there yet. Just leave. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because that happened and, yeah. then, you know, the, the Scrub Daddy thing. And obviously last year, Scrub Daddy was at. He was there, he was there watching me, I think, right? Yeah, like, yeah he was with you a bunch. Uh, and, uh, I was at. Were you with me at Hemet? Yeah, probably for KTM. We're at Hemet and and uh, Michael Corley from Twenty Three and Scrub Daddy were there, and Eli gets out of his truck and goes, sees both of them and goes, "Do these guys have freaking air tags on my van or what?" <laughs> yeah. And so that was when Scrubby was all bitter and he went home and painted his Eli helmet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago I was at Cali filming with Levi and. We could hear the same thing. We could hear the Eli, Eli rev, just, right? And I drove by, and the Yamaha gate was locked. Usually, it's false locked. It was full unlocked, so they yeah. didn't want anyone. And then, I think that same week, I went to Yamaha to pick up some wheels, and Takarski was like, "Hey, want to see something cool?" And Eli's bike was in like a naked. Every everything else in the shop was empty, and there was just one number three mm. bike sitting there. It was pretty cool, yeah. Dude, I, yeah. I think, I think he's gonna come back so much stronger than you do i think he is yeah yeah in looking at photos and like videos uh like just preseason stuff that he has posted and like have other people have posted like interviews he looks thinner like you know there like the last year like it looked like he had like he he had put on like a bit of weight you know just mm-hmm. you know just from you know getting older maybe being a dad all that type of stuff but but this year he looks like he's really really taking things like going that extra mile not saying that he's ever cut corners or anything like that because it's freaking eli but it's it's just show it just seems like he's coming in more ready than he has than he was last year yeah Yeah. because i you got to think right he saw what jet did and so he's not going to just come back normal like right he's he's going to come back better than ever i think Mm -hmm. he knows what he's going to have to contend with yeah you know to that point about we talk about guys training all the time and like your body just doing it. And Eli's been on the John program for forever. I wonder if a good six months let his body like completely reset. So like if it got stagnant now, it's like, Oh shit, we're working again. It's going to burn off anything that's there. Not muscle, but fat, anything that had been stored up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could be way gnarly now that he's had six months to be fresh. And he hasn't had a gnarly injury like this no. in a long time since probably mm-hmm. his shoulders. Right. So he's just been racing, going, 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 going. Yeah. And, you know, he hasn't missed too many races. So maybe him tearing his, I mean, it never was a good thing, right? It's never a good thing when somebody gets hurt. But it's like maybe it's it's the rest of the rest of his body needed for him to really come out swinging, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I think we had said this before, and I, I, like I said, can't wait to ask him if the timing of it was perfect, because if it was any sooner, you know, I'm sure he's not as fired up about the championship, or if it's any later, you cut into the recovery time. 
But I wonder how much time this adds on to his career. Because if he would have claimed the title this year, you know, what's the incentive to go in 24? Like, oh, one more time and I'm going to do it? Or do you go 24 and 25 and let everybody know really how you are? I think that'll be the bigger question. Like, once we get five, six races in and see where he's at, how enthusiastic is he? And do we see him go the whole summer and then MSMX and then 25 from there? Because can't be that many more years. You know, we know we're really seeing the window close. Yeah. And, and too, like, another thing, like, just going – Going back to that, it's like he spent a lot. That's the most time he's probably spent at home, mm-hmm. too, right? Like, was that like a good thing or was it a bad thing? You know what I mean? Like, if it was like a bad thing and he like really missed racing and he wanted to just get back, that's all he could think about. Then, then yeah, maybe you know he does race for a few more years, right? Like he just rides it out. But if this is, you know, if this is like his last season, he's like, all right, like yeah, like I'm ready to be done after this, right? Yeah. What do you What do you guys think? Do you think this is going to be his last year? Or do you think he's going to decide to stay? I think it depends how this year goes. Honestly, I, I think, dude, if he wins the Supercross title, I think he should just drop the mic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope for two more just to see it. I mean, that's greedy. I know. Even last year, like when I left Denver, I'm like, shit, was that it? I've known this day was coming for a while, but is that it now? But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope for two, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it's just one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who we got for Anaheim has, like, one? Bubbles like showing up, right? Like, yeah, it's weird. Bubbles. I saw it on Chase the first time. I was like, yeah, yeah you, like you just up, gave a thumb down. up or a thumbs down. Yeah. Like you had this look on your face and a thumbs down bubble like automatically popped up. What? And then a minute ago, Chase said something. It was all positive and it was a thumbs up bubble. Off the microphone. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Wow. Okay, but, uh, you know, in our text this morning, I was like, you guys think about your uh, top, top three five. for Anaheim. Top oh. three. Or is it, is it top, do it we want to go top five. three yeah, or top five? top five? It was top five. That's what it said. Okay, five, top, yeah. top five for Anaheim 450 class. Mm. Hmm? Hmm? Who's going first? I'll go first. All right. I'm going to go on what I would love to see. Oh. Okay. I'll say three. 18. Well, no, no, not love to see, like, this is what I want to happen, but I, I think this is going to happen. Are we doing top five or top three? Let's do top five. Okay. So, three, 18, one, 96, 27. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty good. I would switch out the 96 for the 94, and all my stuff's going to stay the same. I think Kenny will be right there, if not... Like, I think him and Chase are going to be going at it for a podium spot like those two because they're just going to be making each other so strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, like, after we saw how good Eli was last year on the 22-23 bike, if he really is <laughs> on it this year, he's going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chase, do you have your phone next to you? No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's write uh, it down. The weather for Saturday, please, for me before <laughs> I do my picks. Yep. It's supposed to be chance of rain Saturday. Night. No, it keeps changing. I checked really? last night, yeah. Saturday yeah. is sunny and 63. We are all good. Okay. Night too. All right. It's sunny Thursday through Monday in Anaheim. Well, you guys get rain tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be good. Track should be already pretty yeah, much Yeah, track's done. already built. Track's yeah. already and built. then the and here's the other thing too. That road base has been there since like December, so all of that really technical stuff, like the transitions that always get pretty bucked, those should be pretty good too. Yeah, it should be fun. It always rains before Anaheim. Everyone's always like freaking scared. Like, dude, first dude, round, I, when I saw that, happened so many times. Right? When I saw the forecast said rain all day, sorry, I screenshot. I was just like, yeah. When you put it on your story, it's like, no. I was like, it's gonna change, but still, this is not fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, shoot. All right, so it's it's my turn. Yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one. Uh, I'm gonna go one eighteen ninety four one eighteen ninety four twenty seven fifty one. No Tomac in the oh, top no five. top five for Eli. Mm-mm. Wow, he's never been good at Anaheim other than yeah. last year. Last year, yeah. Other than last year, I mean, I I mean, what is that? the last 12 years to one mm-hmm. and know? last year and some of them were crazy and, too yeah well yeah. he was like ninth one race wasn't one, last one year, year like really sloppy like obviously he could be got that one photo of him flying off the over under <laughs> yeah. and then wasn't there a big like gnarly case on 
I feel like he cased mm. on or landed on a hay bale, like trying that to was, get that was, No, that was that was Anaheim two. Oh, that was okay. Anaheim two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember no, that section. Almost died. Anaheim <laughs> one last year, uh Chase and Malcolm were kind of going for it, and then yeah. Eli like after Eli went down and then he just came back through the pack after they both had their little mistakes. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Last year at Anaheim they had the like quad into the turn. Yeah. Um, had a couple big rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But like looking at the layout. It's got like those big 180, 180 bull turns. <clears throat> two whoops, like. right? Yeah, you back to back. Look. I think that with the one eighty bull turns, I think I think the fifty one's gonna just blow somebody's <laughs> front wheel off there. Um, but it's like it's more of like an open track too, which I think w- would would suit Eli a little bit. Um, just sort of depends on how it sort of forms up, you know. I mean, I'm I'm just excited to see the eighteen too on the supercross track. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of question marks, right? I mean. You know, Callie has a new bike, uh, you know, with Sexton moving from Honda to KTM. I'm hearing that it's not going perfect I've heard with the new well. bike. Um, you know, like, that's a question mark. Where's Eli at? I mean, shit. Never seen Jet ride a 450 in Supercross other than the SMX rounds um, and, and in Paris. But, but yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of question marks up in the air for the 450 class. Mm-hmm. Mookie's been incognito, and everybody's saying that he's mm-hmm. flying at the test track. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. What about Prado? Where do you guys put him? I don't know, mm. dude. <laughs> Alex, who sent you that video? I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at uh, twelve. Twelve. Seven to twelve. Yeah. Obviously, definitely Butterfinger whole shot contender. Probably some laps led. Probably some laps led, and then best case scenario, uh, best case scenario, Anaheim won like Colt Nichols last year. What happens? Whole shot, six plates. What happens yeah. if Barsha takes Prado out? <laughs> the gas guys teammates. Well, yes. Pro- I mean, Prado's got to worry about taking Prado out first. That too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, with this, I mean, Anton, you would know more about this than I do. He's not really well-liked in the MXGP stuff, right? Mm, uh, with, like, cross-jumping and, yeah, and it's like weird riding and blocking and stuff, right? So, yeah, like, him and Fevra, like, straight up hate each other. Yeah. Like, straight yeah, up hate I've, each other. In, in interviews, like, with them, too, he's like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Even at, even at Donations this year, I was watching that battle, and I was like, whoa, dude, that's a lot of track getting used. Like, you are... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think for this one, <clears throat> a couple of races from now, we're going to have to talk about it because, like, the little pieces of the puzzle have been getting put together, and he said it. Like, he wants to come to the U.S. in 25. AP's only on a one-year deal at KTM for next year, so you got to figure out where he's going to go. And then, I mean, if Jorge really does want to come over here, how are these gear deals going to go? Because sure a lot of people are going to be wanting them and a lot of people are going to try to line that up does he stay at gas gas and change everything you know they they probably could make that happen there's enough going on i think within the troy lee designs company that they could be like yo we need a big euro guy to help sell some Mm -hmm. gear over here but at the same time like if ktm wants him to take a p seat then same thing aaron could get moved over too yeah yeah so much going on. Hmm. So much to go on. How, how do we think the beta boys are going to do? Uh, well, um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sure. I'm not I've sure. heard Benny, what Benny, Benny like. Benny um, likes it, and Colt's struggling. Indifferent. Um, I would say no, no. Um, I think they both like it. I think that uh, they just got their race bikes. I think you know this past week or something, but. Uh, I think they both um, had a crash. I know Benny. Benny's coming in a little bit, like banged um, up, banged up, sore. Um, but uh, but yeah, not sure about Colt. Haven't really um, a lot of question marks on him. Um, but you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll be hopefully you know it'll be a good Anaheim for him. But I mean, I see him. Like I said, I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of people in that twelve to fifteen area. I just, I just <laughs> that's where I see a lot of people. Right, just. Mm-hmm. I see about mm-hmm. ten guys in that twelve to fifteen area. <laughs> hey, right now, A Ray, like, are you, are you glad not to be racing because you think about how hard it's going to be to make the main event, or are you like, nah, nah, you don't miss it, okay. or you miss it, nah. or you don't. I miss. There's there's things that I miss. 
Um, but there's things that I also don't miss, yeah. you know, there's, there's, I miss the Fridays. I miss, you know, like just cruising around, socializing with the boys. I mean, which, I mean, doing your news anyways, but, but like, I miss like walking down the tunnel, like, you know, for the night show and all that stuff. I don't miss sitting on the gate before the gate's about to drop, pissing my pants. Cause I'm so nervous. Uh, I don't miss crashing. I don't miss any of that shit, you know, being pissed off. Cause you know, i tipped over or did something stupid and didn't make the main event, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I miss the socializing, the hanging out, the press days at 5 a.m., just mm-hmm. empty stadium, just cruising around. Yeah, that's, that's the stuff I miss, but I don't miss fucking racing. No, fuck that. <laughs> so, like, sitting here January 2nd with a job, you know, a career, yeah. like, Financially, are you more, uh, I don't want to say comfortable, but I mean, do you feel feel more confident about your financial year ahead as instead of racing and not knowing how much you're going to make? And... Yes, yes and no, but like, it, it's weird. Um, you know, now I got, I, you know, at first, like, I mean, you know, racing, I just had, I just rented a room from Kenny, you know, it was, it was cheap. Yeah. Now I got this, I got, you know, I got a place and it's, you know, it's fucking expensive, you know, it's $3,500 a month. Mm. So it's like now, like, you know, it seems like, you know, you make, you make just enough to like get by, right? Like right now, which with me, you know, just starting out, but, but with racing, you would get, you know, you know, like if you had, you know, like a gear deal or a helmet deal or whatever, you would get like a big, a big payment. Mm-hmm. And then nothing, yeah. you know, so it, it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. And then if you got hurt, you're just pretty much fucked. So you just go home and live with your parents. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, I, I say it's more, more stable now. I definitely, yeah. You know, at first it was like, I was like in the ocean, like, you know, just cruising around like on a, like a skinny, small surfboard. Now I have like a, a stable fishing boat, you know, that it's not going to tip over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. So, uh, Anton, I sent you a screenshot of a post I saw this morning. Let's talk about the whole AMA uh, rule change on the influencers. Okay. Well, first off, it's been a big three weeks with the AMA, and I definitely need to have a discussion with somebody out there because uh, they've put all of their, like, most anticipated news, the... The rule changes and then the sponsorship thing, they put that out the Friday at 5 o'clock before Christmas. So after I've been refreshing the website for like a month and a half, the one week that I'm like, okay, it's off, that's when it hit. And then the same thing happened with the motorcycles last week and then their uh, provisional entry list that came up last night. But yeah, um, when we saw the Super Motocross rulebook get put out and they issued a similar bulletin, I really think it has to do a lot with the NBC TV thing. Uh, They have to have stiffer standards and practices on who can do what. So I know there's a lot of back and forth right now of like OnlyFans is banned or it's not. Only OnlyFans is fine. Like Carnell's fine. He'll have that deal all year. Um, but anybody that's on OnlyFans as like an independent content creator with adult-oriented content can't sponsor anybody. That's pretty black and white within there. However, I would think that you could get around that. You know, like you're not just OnlyFans and then whatever your XX title whatever is. If you're an incorporation like an LLC, you could probably get around sponsoring that. You know what I mean? And still divvy it out and make it happen if you really want to support the sport. Because I know there are quite a few girls that want to do it. And I think that, honestly, that's a big topic within itself. Like, why do these girls want to sponsor Moto? Like, what what's the allure of it? How much of your um, fan base then is Moto connected you know because that's another thing we'll see like we always talk about how tapped in this demographic is and if it even comes down to some like girly pictures damn dude they are committed but um yeah only fans is fine pretty much everything else is is normal and then if there is an issue the ama will take it up on a case-by-case so basis. it's but strictly it's strictly adult content right yeah yeah the the platform itself like they consider only fans a content hosting platform yeah so that's where they're good but it's the content creators that have anything explicit that are uh not yeah yeah so so pretty much if you're sponsoring if you're johnny sands and you're sponsoring logan carnow and you're spreading your butt cheeks like mike Hodge show you can't be on the front end Mm-mm. Mm-mm. gotcha 
Well, you, yeah. A-Ray benefited from, uh, what was it, the Hannah Ray or something? The Watermelon. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, they had like that um, fifth place in the LCQ type deal. Yep. Yeah. 500 bucks, yeah. Yeah. And because like, I mean, how many dudes are into moto and how many dudes are into chicks? Yeah. So it's kind of like a win-win for the chicks. Yeah. But dude, like, in that case, okay, look, does it suck that they're kind of getting knocked out a bit because they can't advertise? Yeah, I mean, that's a bummer. And it's if they want to spend money in the traditional way that's fine but dude you're a content creator and everything we've learned in the last three years is how to build your brand and build your image they're not going to stop you if you want to run your own lcq challenge fifth place gas card every week or whatever there's nothing stopping those girls from making that happen and you probably get a shit ton of views on top of it too you know you know what's kind of weak about this right is like i think about a ray getting that money last year remember we made you the sticker for your front fender that was the part yeah you're not going to see that on television the, these girls are getting the most play out of from social media, media, media mm-hmm. like our websites or the writers, social media, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like if they're trying yeah. to clean it up for NBC, that, that I mean, they're never going to like zoom in on a race front fender and see the Hannah Ray on there. I mean, if Logan Carnell's on the far outside gate, you know, yeah. they got, him, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that they'll see that only fans, right? Yeah. Well, I guess he had yeah. girls, and that's how that's how he got linked up with them i did an interview with him last week and he explained that whole thing you know of, of what they're doing and how um how we figured out only fans was even there and it's because he got paired up with hannah ray and she was telling him what she could do through only fans and then he hit only fans up directly huh. Huh. but yeah dude i like it's wild and i think that that whole topic of like these girls that have added thousands of dollars to a lot of independent guys bottom lines in the last couple of years i mean sucks to see it go away but it's just being taken away in like the traditional approved thing but i mean it's a wild west six other days of the week and it's also kind of late in the year right say say somebody had a big chick sponsor right and finds out what last i week. heard that there was a couple people that were supposed to oh yeah oh. But then again, like if you're one of these girls and you're a corporation, just have your corporation sponsor it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. Um, on the motorcycle list that we put up last weekend, too, that was important because this was a couple details that were there. Um, the Triumph 250 is approved for the 450 class. So, like Joey Savacci, who can't race the 250 class, technically could do it, but I don't think he's going to do it. But anybody that does get a, their hands on a Triumph and wants to race the 450 class, they can. Uh, Gas Gas did not bring in any 2024 models except for the factory edition for the approval list. It's all 2023 450s and 350s, which I was surprised by. So, so you couldn't race the technically you can't race a 2024 like standard showroom model you could race the uh factory edition oh wow that's but like dude part of me thinks that there's like a typo a typo (laughs) you know i'm gonna shut down like because it's it's just the gas gases the the huskies and the ktms were fine so i don't i don't know i have to check into that but again it was the friday at five o'clock before new year's eve when that got put out so not a lot of clarification sense yeah yeah that's weird uh, also, with the AMA updating the Anaheim 1 results page this week, we did get an idea of when the races do start and when the main events do start. So, like, we'll be seeing everything wrapped up, wrapped up by, like, 8.30 for sure at 9 o'clock. Oh, oh wow. That's yeah. A lot of time to get freaking uh, showered up and head to the after party, please. <laughs> Looks like we can ride some I'm more. Fan. I'm a fan of the sport now. I can do what I want. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hold on. I'll tell you right now. We'll Cassidy's by freaking 9.30. Uh, 250 main event gate drop is at 650 and 450 main event gate drop is at 728. Oh, wow. This is nice. So that line at at the in and out outside of, uh, Mitch's place won't be too, too bad at 11 o'clock now. (laughs) Maybe riders would be less prone to pin it afterwards because they're tired or they're going to pin it. (laughs) Even more so. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Take full advantage of it. We'll see. Hey, I wanted to, uh, point out uh you know obviously the triumph guys are are uh the first team sponsored by pete fox's renin yeah i think that's pretty cool and, and i heard he got an uh, individual guy too he got jeremy jeremy see where yeah see where yeah yeah that was it so congrats to pete on that that's a pretty big deal yeah um is the other gear company coming out 
allowed to be talked about yet? I yeah, what's that? I've seen it today. Uh, yeah, there's there's uh, there's photos on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, so That's... One Industries is back. Um, oh, huh? Yeah, One Industries wow. is back. They've got Kalana Humphrey. Yep. And uh, uh, Trevor Stewart. Trevor Stewart will be racing <laughs> off road. <laughs> Red face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's 2024, I mean, man. Anton, well, Anton wasn't in the meeting. So he, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Dude, I like, I'm thinking hard, man. Like he's like, wait, what? Wow, that's something that I didn't. You trust me? You could not have told me a couple years ago when One Industries went away that like, oh dude, it's coming back. But I'm uh-huh. like, like dude, I love Trevor Stewart. Trevor's the man. Like I really, really like Trevor. So that's cool for him to get picked. It's up. sick gear too. It's unbelievable, dude. Yeah, yeah. Chase is Chase is all hard on for it, like he was fly. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey i talked to twitch this morning he said that stuff's comfy yeah <laughs> he looks good in it he looks thinner he looks thinner in yeah. It. yeah yeah but yeah. uh i don't know i don't know all right i want to say my top five before we end this thing yeah you didn't do it yet. yeah all right 27 oh dude i i have been hearing non-stop stuff it's insane i heard two, two other people last week this? Huh? Should we put money on this? I don't know. All right, 27, 18, 1, 21, 3. 21. Pretty good, Chase. Anderson's pretty good. Right that now is too. pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the 21, the 21 has been ripping. You saw him last week, right? Or two weeks ago? He's yeah. going good, right? He's going very, 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 very yeah. fast. He's, and you know what's funny? The, the oddest pairing him and maximus are like <laughs> right. are like riding together and yeah. doing their motors together and everything very interesting and he's got <clears throat> he's got troll train this year i don't know i think uh i think he's kind of been keeping it low-key but i think he'll be coming out swinging this year yeah wesling is uh <clears throat> i hung out with wesling at the track mm-hmm. john wesling is uh what he's partners in troll training with alex martin but he's dedicated specifically to jason and He's all, dude, people sleep on this guy and think that he doesn't work hard, but he works very, very hard. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Okay, so, I was at the MCR photo shoot. Yeah, how do they look? Uh, they look good. They look good. Um, th- dude, I don't know if I should even say this, but the quote, <laughs> the quote of the day, right? So, Vince Freezy's there. He looks solid, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny too because like I was talking with Carson Mumford, he said, "Dude, Freezy's so cool. He's a nice guy." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, he's the nicest guy. Like everyone hates him, but he's cool." But uh, Nick Way showed up to uh, work on the whoops with his, you know, that NCB Never Coming Back Trail tool, yeah, the mountain bike tool. He has one of those that he fixes the oh, motocross. Oh, for track Joe. With. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he comes to the Honda track before Joe's even there and fixes some questionable spots on the track, mm-hmm. and then leaves and goes up to work with Adam at Cali. Yep. But uh, he walks over and he's all, "What's up, Rice Cracker?" And we're looking at the MCR bikes and Freezy's number this year. Are you guys aware of his number? Because he didn't race last year, so he doesn't have a. He's a three digit. Isn't it like one twenty five or something? Yeah, yeah, one twenty five. And it's funny because Freezy's idol is Jeremy. Oh really? Right, and that was oh. Jeremy's uh, Jeremy's rookie number, obviously. But it's funny because they're one twenty five, and everybody's like, "Oh, Daniel Blair." <laughs> but, but uh but uh Nick Wazel, who's 125? And Tony says it's uh it's Freezy. You know cuz you know Jeremy this and that and Nick just goes, "Hmm. I think he should have chose triple 6 and just embraced it. Let him know who they're racing." <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> Dark laughing, dude. dude. I love Nick. Well, is Vincent for all of them or is he just doing the West Coast? He's doing the West So the team is from what I guess, Vince is only doing the West Coast and selected East Coast rounds and then all okay. of WSX, right? Because Carson and uh, Mitchell are doing all the West Coast 250s and then like two or three East Coast rounds on 450s. So we're going to get see Mitchell and Carson race 450 class. Uh, so Vince's bike had white plates. He's 450 full-time now? 450 West oh. and then a few East Coast rounds that... On a 250. No, on a 450. Oh, okay. But like the team is going to only go to two or three East Coast 450 rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, hmm. 
Yeah, so Vince oh. won't be full time. It'll just probably be two thirds of the season. And uh I think it's gonna be interesting to see Carson on four fifty. Have you ever seen him ride a four fifty, Alex? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him ride a four fifty. Um not on a supercross track, but yeah, I mean he rides a four fifty well. Yeah. He's uh he's really pleased. He says uh feels good to be back on a Honda. Obviously that's what he yeah. spent a lot of time on. They're in a rise too. You yeah. take your time in time. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get yeah. You gotta get going. Yeah. Hey, how is your uh, how is your YZ250 now that you got it back from the Race Tech Service Center? That is sick. It sucks that it's just sitting there because <laughs> I really want to ride. But like that last day that I rode before Christmas, I uh, I had a couple feet off the peg moments, and I'm like, yo, okay, we're done. We're gonna park it. So I'm uh, I'm already kind of scheming on how I need to on a couple races this year when the weather does get better, how I can pack everything. Before I leave to go to the airport on like Thursdays, and then when I come home on Sundays, grab it and then run to the track down the street and go there ride because I'm itching to ride again. Okay, yeah. so you're coming out Thursday and you're staying for a week. Do you wear knee braces? Yeah. Bring them. Okay. We'll okay. get her, we'll get everything else in a kit. Everybody send him a set of O'Neill gear. I actually have on a set time. Of so that's one that yeah. I forgot. It's in the, <laughs> but, uh, it's in the gear bag. Yeah, it's on the right car this time. Yeah. So yeah, you're. You're a two-stroke lever, so we have the KTM 300 SX with... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's so, so easy to ride, <laughs> but but it's got the race tech, it's got the Racetech spring conversion fork on it, and it's, that bike is mint. So, oh, uh, that's not what I'm worried about. It's a, it's a KTM 300 on the California hard pack, because that shit's fast. It's not hard pack, dude. Yeah, it's, it's softy right now. <laughs> is it? Okay. It's okay. good right now. So... Uh, yeah, let's, I, I want to... Yeah. Okay. Bring your knee braces. We'll put you on that bike. It'll be okay, good. Cool. It'll be good. So Sunday after uh, Anaheim, we're going to have an early night, right? Yeah, I can't wait to go to Fox Raceway on Sunday. So we could figure out if we're going to ride <laughs> moto or if we're going to... Uh, you wouldn't have me anywhere near Fox Raceway this day. Oh, dude, it's so mellow right now. Yeah. It's very mellow. It looks mellow. good. And it's not hard pack. It's not the track that I'm worried about. It's everybody else. Oh, with <laughs> Supercross Fever? On Sunday, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially get, other, getting getting home late or early. Yeah. The other option is the uh, Anaheim One Specialized Ride Day oh. on the Luge, hosted by Rock and Road Cyclery. Rock and is that on yeah. Sunday? You know, it's that dealer that's not as good as Roy's, but mm. yeah, that's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. So, anyway, Anton, I know you got to go, so let's take a uh, commercial break. Hi, right, boys. I'll see you in a bit. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's E-K-S brand.com if you're on the west coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop you need to visit the guys at str motorsports formerly known as shock therapy racing with over 30 years of experience your bike will be in great hands whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve or just a basic rebuild they've got you covered str also offers motor building services whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor they're the place to go Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Paris Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA, are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, 
and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the show. Guts Racing, the leaders in seat technology. Go to GutsRacing.com today and design your custom seat cover. We try to ship all custom seat covers within 36 business hours. We also offer free shipping to the lower 48 states. Once again, that's GutsRacing.com. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter podcast presented by ProTaper. Um, anyway, I have to... I have to uh, apologize to you. I was driving the Beamer the other day. I knew it. I and something it. was all, ching, 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 ching. I'm all, what is that sound? I look in the back seat and your forks are still. <laughs> I told him. Cling, cling, cling. Yeah, they're just dinging off of everything. Yeah. So so I have to take those things to race tech. If you could, maybe if you could set it up with that guy, I could drop it off at his house. But okay. I know that you have your forks in the back of my car. <laughs> I need to go to race yeah, tech. I, for a said something. I yeah, said that to him. Back of his Beamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send him to that when we were at Glen Helen well, the other day. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. I totally forgot all about him. And then I just heard the, the fork lugs clacking together the other day. I was like, what oh is that gosh. sound? And I look back there. But, but yeah, I'll get him yeah. over. I'll get him over there. So what what are the race tech guys doing? Softening, bring him to reality for motocross? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. The uh like I said, I bought a set of forks for my five hundred off of eBay and for some reason they came with a supercross setting or something for my very big motor very big man so uh yeah boys at race tech they they can do it they can do it all you know yeah. they they did my yz250 stuff and it's it works pretty good so i'm stoked mm. on it yeah you look good at glenn helen the other day yeah, on that thing. Uh, I was thick, boy. Huh? yeah i got the wrong size jersey no it looked fine though it didn't look that tight dude well were you wearing a medium yep i was wearing a medium oh. i don't think it looked that are tight. you a large now oh speaking of which yeah. dude can you send me a, a vest I gave mine to Chase because it was too tight. It's right here. Oh, they're sold out. Oh shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Are they going to make more? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I mean they did super well. So put me uh, down. Put me down for L, L vest. We might have a large. We'll see. We'll okay. see if we have a large. But we're. At, I know we're out of mediums. Okay. Do you have any 34s? You don't need a 34, dude. I do. I tried again this weekend. <laughs> Wait. How how do you figure you, Chase you wears a thirty four pant and I wear a thirty? I wear a thirty in some brands too. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh. I think I wear O'Neal the day after I have milkshakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too often. <laughs> but hey, how fun was Glen Helen the day after Christmas though? I, it was fun. It I was, was fun. nothing but smiles, except yeah, I, I spent just... <laughs> most of the day working on bikes. Yeah, and, you worked on stuff. bikes for four hours and rode. Yeah, for you got minutes. there. You put graphics <laughs> on a kid's bike, and then you changed it thing and they had to change it back yeah know. yeah but it felt so good to ride a dirt bike again i was smiling under my helmet yeah yeah i left as soon as the track started getting rough oh it got so I was like, yeah, I'm out. yeah <laughs> you know what felt really good was to pass scrub daddy on my third lap yeah i bet that felt nice yeah after all the smack he's talking and everything dude yeah <clears throat> he got he got new 26s on his truck 
Yeah, yeah did you see geez, that? Louise. Dude, so the rad thing about that is is uh so Michael Lindsay texted me the other day and he's all, What about these dumb wheels on Scrub Daddy's truck or blah 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 ha ha ha? And I go, dude, those are cool actually. I mean, I wouldn't put them on my truck, but his truck looks good with it. His truck does look good. Yeah. And, and he goes, Ha ha, I'm gonna have to take a picture of him crouching by the wheel like the cover of Dub magazine. I go, the funny thing about that. The founder of Dub Magazine is the one who gave him those wheels and tires. Oh no way! Yeah, Miles Miles that. Kovacs. That's sick. Yeah, so our buddy Miles Kovacs has a a totally dialed three fifty. I think this is that's a KTM. It's a KTM, but it's got red on it. I think. Yeah, that's but he, tw- Jamie at Twisted did yep. his engine too. But uh, that bike is true. He's fully into moto, and he's the guy who launched Dub Magazine that turned into Dub Events and wheel companies and everything so yeah that's cool i didn't know that yeah so he's the one who gave scrubby his his wheels and tires so shout out to miles <laughs> he needs to drop the rear a little bit though or or carry more bikes or that yeah that works too yeah i don't know but my 350 yeah it's so fast oh, and it man. seemed fast it, oh dude it seemed really fast yeah david o'connor is super ridiculous it. fast too huh? it's 250 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we're right again. Yeah. Well, you want to know why the uh, the suspension was all? Well, you thought it was too low in the back and too high in the front. Well, you were riding it with my sag. That's why. Yeah. But, I, you know, Pat rode it. Oh for yeah. For the test, yeah. Yeah. It was ninety five when we sat. You sat on it. Yeah. <laughs> like Bro, ninety five is good. <clears throat> no. 95 on a dude, no, 95 absolutely not. Recipe for head shake on those bikes, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, uh, 250 class for sure is is Joe this weekend, Joe, Juju, Levi, Levi. Where do we put RJ. Juju? Mm, top five. I've heard gnarly things about him. So, I will say the day he was the day I did film with him at Fox Raceway two weeks ago, he was ripping like, like very, very fast. Prado was there, so yeah. all the the rider D was there, Pierce Brown was there, and you could, I mean, dude, he was flying. Yeah. So, I think I think that if he comes in with expectations to get, you know, top six, top, you know, seven, I think he'll exceed his expectations. If he comes in there like, oh, dude, like I'm the best guy, I'm gonna win, he's gonna crash, and then you know, that, that's what I think. I think that he needs to come in slow build his way up and race all the races his first year in my o'neill checking in with it, he told me he's going for the championship yeah yeah i mean he's confident but i mean we'll, we'll see you know hopefully hopefully um he will he will do all the things right and it, you know at the end of the year that if that's what happens that's awesome like love that mm-hmm. great but he, he needs to race all the races yeah Hey Alex, what's the most stressful thing coming into Anaheim one? Is it uh worrying about your bike setup, worrying about your physical conditioning, walking the track the first time, seeing the rhythms and know what you're gonna do? Or or tracks for you guys are like kind of basic, right? Like you know, the main thing is just like usually at Anaheim everyone's healthy. You know, I mean, you, you don't worry about like the obstacles, the layout of the track or how big the loops are. I mean, you just it, you come in, in like a question mark and, you know, you don't really know where everybody else is. You don't know where you fit in, you know, and if there's a lot of people there showing up, you know, because everyone's healthy, then then, yeah, you just that's the most stressful part. But I mean, the obstacles, all that stuff, you know, if you've been doing it for years, you'd be fine. But if your bike's ready to go and all that, maybe your settings off a little bit. But I mean, for the most part, it's it's mainly just uh, getting through Anaheim. How common is it to come in uh, to the first race of the season and realize your suspension settings off or something? Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of people like, yeah, because a lot of people, whenever they ride the, the test tracks, depending on where they're riding in that, uh, they usually come in too stiff. Some people mm-hmm. come in too soft. Um, like some people come in from the East Coast, uh, you know, that, that ride Florida all the time or like a sandier base track, softer track. They're going to come in a little bit. They're going to come in a little soft, I think. And then everyone from the West Coast, they ride, you know, uh, 
um, hard pack tracks a lot, you know, everything. They want their stuff super stiff because it, you know, and then they'll get to Anaheim and they'll feel like they're riding a chatterbox, mm-hmm. you know, so it just sort of depends. Um, Anaheim is always like, I've always, I haven't really changed my bike much after, after like the first round. I don't think, I think I've, I've, I've kept it pretty close to the same suspension when I had it pretty dialed in prior mm-hmm. to. So, hey, so obviously you've heard some things. I know Chase was out here like last Friday and he's been flying back and forth quite a bit to do some testing, uh, suspension wise. Do you like you looking at it, your point of view, is that positive or a negative thing? Obviously he's probably struggling a little bit and that's why he's working so much, but it could also be he's dialing in the bike before the season. Just depends. I mean, when you're testing that much, it's easy to get lost. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and can be stressful um if you're not finding a setting it's i feel like it's almost better to just like hey like this is this is decent let's just there's no perfect setting like hey this is decent let's keep on this setting and get used to it Mm -hmm. and just ride it the way it is because like if you're changing shit changing shit and you're changing shit on the day up you never know what your bike's gonna do even if your suspension is a little off and you're used to it you know what it's gonna do and when it's gonna do it and how it's gonna react you know so I would I would say it might be a little bit of a hurdle he's gonna have to get over a little bit just because like people are saying he's like flying back and forth that's that's taking time away from training yeah. taking time away from riding all that's that stuff day, like when you're day traveling day. you're losing days mm-hmm. you know and you're risking getting sick all that stuff yeah hmm. yeah what else new stuff mm. Malcolm and CD boots. Yep. I've seen Dino in Garnier boots. What? When did you see that? Hmm. He was on his vlog. Maybe. I might be mistaken. Wow. Okay. Twitch and and Fly. Twitch and Fly. Are those guys doing the freestyle shows again? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they are, yeah. Kalana and One. Kalana and One. God, that stuff looks good. (laughs) It does. It does look good, He's another heat wave guy, too, man. Heat waves getting everyone. The goggles? Yeah, they're snatching everyone up. Oh, uh, MCR guys are wearing BC Goggle Company goggles. What? Yeah, really? they're a race race series sponsor. Wow. Oh, uh, KMC Wheels is on Troy Lee now, which is pretty insane because, I mean, they, they've been a Method team forever. Yeah. Obviously, Method got bought out last year, but that's still pretty nuts. I wonder if KMC is still on the Star Guys or not. Dude, that was pretty funny when uh, Deegan was on our show and he was talking about sponsoring Star. Yeah. Like, I'd forgotten about that. Dude, Cooper Webb used to race in Metal Militia. Metal Militia Rockstar gear, yeah. MSR, (laughs) was it MSR? MSR, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Mm. Hey, what, how old was that, that kit my chick's dad was wearing yesterday? Or Sunday? That's a couple years old, right? The Element. Yeah, it might be... 2018 2019 I think. oh okay yeah he said he got it like full kit 30 bucks or something <laughs> <laughs> i was like dang where'd he go to the chaparral sale <laughs> no online <laughs> off really? O'Neal? no no oh, off like, some like bto or bto or rocky mountain or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know might be like close out or something hey. yeah yeah hey Ray, why are you not at the o'neill headquarters today uh we had yesterday and today off for holiday oh wow frank is such a good man yes huh? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was still doing some work a little bit this morning, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's all good. All right. Back to work tomorrow, though. But I'll be at the track on Friday. Uh, yeah. You know, myself and Anton dropping some gear off, meeting up with some people. And, and yeah. <laughs> Anton, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's wrap this up. I'm uh, I'm going to do a few midweek podcasts today for later in the week. And uh going to put Hector out there to work on Shots Honda. Oh. And all that, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm super stoked for this weekend. It's gonna be awesome. I'm even more stoked knowing that this the time schedule's earlier. Yeah. Right. Hey, are you gonna be in the press booth hanging out, or are you gonna be in an O'Neill booth or something? Uh, no, I'll, be in the, I'll be in the press. I'll be in the press booth nice. probably. It's gonna um, be so good. I think I'm gonna watch Samantha. the race. Huh? I'm gonna come up and watch the race with you. I'm not gonna yeah. shoot. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. And, uh, man, I cannot wait to get together on Monday and talk about the race. So, mm-hmm. All right. uh, 
we'll see you uh we'll see you all next monday happy new year all right since 1991 pro taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike through revolutionary ideas like the oversized one and one eighth inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit the only control system purpose-built for youth riders Pro Taper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.